we are live with the Growth Collab Show. Today we have got Sarah Pascari, who is a social media strategist and consultant. She is part of Growth Collab, our collective of amazing women in marketing. Um, and we wanted to talk to Sarah to talk all things social media, which I think is like a huge topic, isn't it? I mean, there's so much. Social media encompasses so much. Um, before we dig a bit deeper... I going to say dive deeper than I think you can say dig or dive, can't you? Before we dig a bit deeper, let's just, we'd love to know, introduce yourself. Let us know about what you do, why you do it. Yeah, sure. Hi, hi everyone. Uh, so I'm Sarah. I run uh, Social Juice, which is a social media consultancy. I'm based here in Hertfordshire, but I work with clients all over, UK and actually Europe as well. Um, and I help um, businesses, mainly service-based businesses, with uh, their social media and um, mainly with uh, strategy. So I create strategy for clients and I do training. Um, I do really like taking a strategic approach to social. I think it's really important and um, helping businesses really build their knowledge and skills. Um, and uh, I could say... Um, why is yeah, it social been, juice? I've, why why did where did that come from? The name, I actually I'm not sure how <laughs> how um <laughs> interesting that the, the, the story is behind <laughs> it. But no, I was actually in Australia uh looking for a name. Uh had I had started uh the business or thinking about starting the business and needed a name. Uh I was just simply in a juice bar. That was it. Oh, it's not right, very, okay. you know, not very uh you know um, when inspiration struck you and you were like, that's it. it yeah, with a little twist um, and obviously juice, juicy, a bit of, you know, social media yeah. gossip Ooh, chat. Yeah. So that's where, yeah, that's where that came from. And it, it stuck. So, um, yeah. So that's, that's you. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> why, why is, you know, so I see you do the strategy and the training, which is really interesting, but you don't do the sort of the implementation, mm. which is exactly like me, what I do. Um, and I love, why do you do, why, why have you decided to go down the strategy and the training route and not to do, you know, is, is that because that's what you love or is that what you think is most needed or? Yeah, I mean, just a side note, I, I do have um, some clients that I do management for, but it is mainly strategy and training. And the reason for that is I think, Strategy is really important. You know, most clients come to me because they don't have a strategy. Um, they are posting, uh, you know, a few times a week. They're not quite sure about the content. Um, and I just think strategy is really what gets you from, you know, A to B, meeting your social media goals. And also, I find that social media um, goals are in line with your business goals. So, you know, what you do well in for your social media should really be in line with that. So in, in, it, in your business success um and I think it's also what really social media helps build really good uh you know trust with your with your customers uh, potential customers and it actually you know can move your customers from browsing and looking at your content to actually working with you like I found actually I don't know about you but a lot of um my clients come from uh, referrals and, and social media but very often from people that I actually know that I've uh, built up a you know relationship, uh, relationship with. with yeah exactly um on social media and vice versa so I've worked I've uh, you know bought services from uh clients that I've kind of got to know as well on social media mm. um, it's another step in the it, there's multiple steps isn't there in the purchaser's journey in the customer journey and you need multiple touch points on different channels and different places and I think if you're showing up on social media and adding value or sharing insights or whatever it is that's building that no like and trust factor isn't it and it's building the additional steps in the journey exactly exactly that and I think without 
a strategy. I think it can also cost you time and money because if you don't know who you're targeting, if you don't know, uh, you know, what it is exactly that you're doing, you're just wasting time. Uh, and, and really, you want to be focusing on running your business. You don't want to be running, you know, focusing all your time on um, on the social media. Um, but so, it, I mean, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Well, I was just thinking that's that's can be one of the biggest things, isn't it, with, with people and businesses is time. And I think when you don't have a strategy, it can feel like I'm just posting lots of stuff and I'm just replying and I don't really know if it's working and I, I can't really, I'm not really measuring the success. And people have told me that I should do it like five times a day or six times a week and people come up with all this stuff and you, they don't really know why they're doing it. They might have just heard it on the grapevine somewhere. And I think that then leads to people feeling really frustrated. Like, well, I'm doing all the things that I feel like I should be doing. But it's that taking that step back, isn't it? And thinking, well, why am I doing it? And what are my messages? And who am I speaking to? And what do I want them to do with that information? And how do I kind of convert them and move them that stage along to that kind of blind panic of, ah, I just need to be posting something. It's it, and, and I think actually having a strategy means that you can be calm. Mm, exactly. When you think you're, I'm just going to post stuff and you know, see how it feels, you can't really be very creative because you're just on the mo- on the moment, on the spot all the time making stuff up. I think when you've taken that step back and taken some time to look at it and work with somebody like you to help people do that and ask the right questions and kind of, you know, build that out for them, then you can be creative in your business because you know that that's kind of taken care of a little bit. Um, so we all know that we need to be doing it, don't we? And it doesn't have to be this painful thing. Um, it should be joyous and about building relationships and connecting with people. Exactly. I think once you've got that strategy in place, obviously it's a moving strategy and it needs to be reviewed. But once you've got that, it does give you comfort because like you said, you can build those relationships. Um, yeah. And I actually posted um, yesterday on my my LinkedIn um, profile uh, something about content planning and improvisation. And I did a poll, um, not on Instagram, sorry, on LinkedIn. I did a poll on Instagram. And it was very interesting to see the results, how many people actually do it on the fly <laughs> versus actually plan, planning ahead. And Was there a difference you know, majority... between the two platforms, their responses? Did you do the same poll on LinkedIn well, I... and on Instagram? No. I, I, Ooh, I, want know, I want to know the differences between the platforms as well in that. That's actually a really good day. one. Uh, <laughs> Debbie, I might do that. Yeah. Um, but what no, I mean, one, the one on Instagram. Yeah, definitely, I will do. Um, the results on Instagram were actually 50-50 in the end. I think it was okay. a little bit more an improvisation, and then it, it kind of swayed more, and then it, in the end, it was half. And uh, it's just an interesting one. I think the comments that I got a lot of, got a lot of DMs actually on that, and the majority of people actually improvise. Um, I think with content planning, it's, it's actually the strategy element is really important, but obviously planning as well. And um, what you want to think about is that you do need to have some flexibility in that even though you want to plan ahead you want some flexibility you know world events pandemics and all sorts happening you need to be be able to be flexible in that sense but I think it's just good to have that structure in place like you said ease of mind and uh you know to help with that creativity so Mm. Um, I have to say I mean I do pose quite a bit on the fly in fact some of my most successful posts is on when I'm on my run and I'm literally something comes into my head and I'm having a little walk and I'm like but <laughs> but I do think that but then I have got a really good understanding of like who my target audience is what they're interested in um you know I've kind of done that piece of work but but it, it is much more relaxing isn't it when you've got all your content pla- like you could you can literally batch a whole 
month's content and create it and you know it's all done I suppose for a lot of people that is a really great way to do it isn't it exactly um yeah completely that and I think it just helps because then you can focus on other other things as a business owner you're busy you know you, you've got yeah. so many you wear so many hats and you've got a lot to do so I think it definitely does help um if you can plan ahead um but you know, growing a business on on uh, social media is obviously a, an element of kind of your wider, uh, you know, marketing strategy and strategy as a whole. And uh, you can use it in different ways as well. So once mm. you've got that strategy, you know, if you're focusing on building brand awareness or, mm. you know, engagement or website traffic or whether it may be, you know, whatever it may be, um, then you can you can measure measure the results and see how you get on and, um, um, you know, it really helps basically with with um uh you know running running your business mm. what are some of the biggest pitfalls that you find people kind of falling into with social media mm, great question um, you know what trying to do everything so i think ah, about... yeah <laughs> <laughs> that that resonates doesn't it um yes if yeah. you're trying to be on every single platform, yeah. um, you're trying to post everywhere, but also use all the different features and functionalities on each platform. That can be quite tricky. Um, I, I often, actually, when I build strategies and work with um, clients on strategies, we tend to focus on two or three to start off with. And that's a good reason because there's a good reason why I really want to focus on doing a few, one or two really well. Yeah. Um, and then moving on to others. Uh, so, you know, if you're spreading yourself too thin, then you're, you know, you can't keep up you get overwhelmed and it's really tricky and I think also it's really important that you know the platforms the audiences on the platforms are actually quite different so you know uh, LinkedIn audience is actually quite different to TikTok or Instagram and you know uh, people users go on those platforms to do different things um, so yeah that's definitely one uh, I don't know which platforms you're on or you're trying to keep up with <laughs> um, it's interesting isn't it <laughs> Sorry. No, I kind of, I kind of laugh because when I, because I, because I, yeah, I, I teach the digital marketing at MSC and and do lots of you know one to one stuff and run lots of workshops and that's one of the biggest pieces of advice that I give people: don't try and be on everything all of the time because it does wear you out, doesn't it? And I think it's better to. I feel like there's a Venn diagram of what do you enjoy being on and where are your mm. customers. And then you're looking for that like sweet crossover spot because you've got to enjoy it as well. If you're going to be showing up and putting stuff on there, there's no point being somewhere where your customers aren't and then going, why is my business not successful? And, and exactly. I think there's so much advice out there that people can kind of get swamped with what they should be doing and maybe not going back to those kind of business basics sometimes mm -hmm. and, and getting a bit carried away. But um yeah, me personally, I am on everything, but not all of the time and only to test things out. So when I'm teaching it, I can go, this is the back, you know, so I can kind of that have some sense. of that knowledge. But Are you on TikTok? I didn't think you were on TikTok. No, I'm yet. not on TikTok. I we said we were going to, we said we were going to test it out. Um, I love, I love LinkedIn. I've always loved LinkedIn. And that's like where my massive, you know, that's where my audience is and it's really engaged on LinkedIn. And yeah, I've, I'm not even on Facebook. I'm not. I have no interest in Facebook at all. And Instagram, just sort of dabbling, just like Debbie said, sort of like to test it out and to see how it all works. But um, that's so interesting. So, so you're sort of saying. So basically, it's super important to do the piece of strategy work because if you don't do that, you kind of don't know where you're going, and you could end up being on multiple channels, not with the right message, not with the right mm -hmm. creative, not just you know you're all over the shop. And I think that's why people get so overwhelmed, isn't it? 
A hundred percent. I think so. Um, uh, completely overwhelmed with it. Don't know where to start. Am I on the right channel? Is that where my audience is? And I think that's really key. You mentioned that's where your audience is, Emmy. And, you know, you do need to think that about that. Where does your audience hang out? Which platform or platforms and focus on those? That, that would definitely be my, one of my, you know, key tips there. Um, I think that's really important. Like you said, otherwise, um, uh, Debbie, sorry. You know, you're talking to someone and no one's replying, you know, so it's really important to, to, be, to be able to talk to your audience and get that yeah, engagement all the, going. Yeah, or the wrong people maybe. Maybe they are listening and replying, but they're not going to ever find <laughs> your staff. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm just having all these chats with the wrong people. It's your friends. It's your friends. It's your friends. <laughs> yeah, it's your friends. <laughs> so your friends saying, I love you. You're amazing. I love you. But, like, yeah, you're not actually going to buy from me. Um, so what does this, how does it look when someone does a piece of strategy work with you? Do you have like a workshop with them and then you put something together or what's the process that people would go through? Uh, yeah, sure. So I, I tend to do, um, a quick review or an audit of their current social media platforms. If they have, if they have a presence on there just to see what's working, what's not working in terms of branding, content, engagement, um, and then I'll build a, the strategy. And that strategy, um, there's actually quite a lot that goes into it. <laughs> you can mm. I think sometimes it can be quite daunting that, you know, you'll be sent a, a file this big <laughs> to print out. But no. Um, so the strategy would include uh, your social media goals. So looking at what it is that you're trying to actually achieve on social media. And again, that needs to be in line with your business goals. Um, so the growth needs to be in line with that. Um, I would look at, I'd look at your content strategy. So building a strategy based on the different uh, platforms um, and understanding a bit more about when your audience is online, um, which platforms they're on, so when are they likely to actually see your content and engage with it. And that comes in with doing an exercise on user personas. Um, we hear a lot about this, actually, don't we, online? I, I read a lot about this as well on LinkedIn, and people have different ways of doing this. Um, but I think it's important for uh, the social media element is to look at a little bit more than just demographics, what it is that they're interested in, their ambitions, their interests, um, you know, when are, where their routine, when are they likely to be on social media? Um, and that helps with the content strategy and understanding a bit more there. Um, so there's, there's actually quite a lot that goes into a strategy. There's a lot of research about hashtags as well. So on the relevant platforms, you know, which hashtags to use, um, you know. How many um, to use. And, how many to use exactly and that's a side note on the number of posts that we've seen recently on you know how many hashtags do I need to use it keeps on changing um mm. so but it's good to have that list there and to refer back to and obviously it's a, a list that needs to be updated and it will change um and also the other element of a strategy is looking at your com competitors so looking a little bit at looking at what they do on social media specifically what hashtags do they use what type of content do they post um, you know how do their audience engage with uh, their their content um, so it's I, I do a bit of research there as well so I'm saying a bit more about the competition um, Why is I think that there's a, a lot more to it but I yeah. mean so with the competitors um, it is, is, is a mix of seeing what's working but also what they're not doing that you can sort of capitalize on and sort of differentiate yourself because we don't want to all be doing the same thing as our competitors do we because that's just not going to stand out Exactly. And I've done a few uh, strategies recently and, and on a couple of them, I just think, oh, my God, they're missing out on this, they're missing out on that. And you think, great, that's what, you know, your, your, your client can be doing. So absolutely. I think it does help see what they're not doing as well. Yeah. Um, like you said, it's not copying. It's just, a, you know, benchmarking and understanding what they do. 
Cool. So, and, and, uh, yeah. and, and and then they get the strategy and then do they, they implement it themselves or they've got a marketing manager or someone to do that? Yeah, so it really depends on the client. The majority of the time I um, have a session after the strategy, uh, a session with the client where we sit down or either online or face-to-face and we just talk about how to implement it. So next stages, um, very often, it, it depends on the client founder. They have a head of marketing, head of ops. I've worked with uh, several different I guess individuals or roles within the company, and yeah, and they will they will implement it. So we'll go through the implementation phase and what they need to do next, and then very often I'll do a review with them a few months later um, and see how they're getting on, and you know, an audit as well, see how they how how if whether they've implemented the strategy uh, and if it's working for them. I love an audit. It's one of my favourite things. <laughs> it's kind of learning from what what we're doing, what we could do better, what worked. I think there's so much that we can gather from from just kind of looking back and I think a lot of the time we're looking forward all of the time but yeah I'm a I'm a big lover in auditing things it sounds kind of dry doesn't it audit I, I was gonna it say does. the we word need a better name we need a better name yeah an audit it makes yeah. me think of like I don't know some kind of financial clawing yeah. through like dusty dusty boxes but I think that is super important I was just thinking there, Sarah, if you do an audit when you go back for your review and they've not been implementing the things that you yeah. suggested that they do, how do you handle that as a as a consultant? Because that's a tricky thing, isn't it? We can't kind of tell our clients off, or can we? I don't know. <laughs> how, how do you deal with that? I think it, it depends what it is that they haven't really implemented. And if very often, or what, what I see if they haven't implemented something, it can just be also an impact with, um, so for instance, they haven't grown or they haven't met their social media goals and very often it's linked to that thing that hasn't been implemented. So I think it's just about reiterating and showing, you yeah, know, the importance basically of the- showing the importance of doing that particular thing to, to yeah. get the results. And, you know, it's just sometimes just, and, and breaking that down, sometimes it can be overwhelming as well. You know, sometimes again, it can be, oh, you need to do this, this and this. Well, actually just start off with this. Yeah. And that, you know, break it down into small steps for them. And I think, um, you know, that, that's really important to be able to grow. So, I think uh, was, yeah. I think I'm about to sneeze. I don't know if I'm going to sneeze or not. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask a question. Then I was like, I think I'm going to sneeze. Um, but also, I suppose, they can only implement if they've got the right people internally to implement. Yeah. And, some, and I've had this before where, you know, you can do a brilliant strategy and plan for a client and they can desperately want to implement it. But if they don't have the right marketing manager or the someone internally who's got that resource or that headspace or that understanding it is difficult and it I, I find that quite a challenge actually that you could put together a really good strategy and a plan they could really want to do it but if they haven't got the mm-hmm. resources internally and that's about isn't it and I know you help a bit with this as well Sarah but that's about training people mm-hmm. up to, to have the capabilities or helping them hire someone who's got the capabilities to do it exactly and I have actually done that before um, I have actually helped a client, you know, uh, find someone to help them implement it because they didn't have the uh, capabilities or capacity to do it themselves. And I think that's really important. Like you said, it's you've got the strategy there, you've got a good strategy and you you want to, to see the results, don't you? You want to, to implement it. Otherwise, you feel like it's wasted. So, exactly. Well, yeah. it's so great to chat to you. Um, we keep these short and sweet under 20 minutes. Um, I think what we... Debbie, do you want to do a quick roundup? Come on, you've got 20 seconds to round up what we talked about. <laughs> So yeah, I think I think I think the main things that we've talked about is how important it is having a strategy, uh, getting those kind of main business elements in place, making sure that you have people in your team who can implement the strategy and not feeling like you have to do everything. 
like not overwhelmed, but kind of breaking it down into smaller tasks. And, you know, if you're confused, just just get in touch with my hand goes this way. Beautiful Sarah. <laughs> and, uh, and she can help you like fathom out how you can build your business on social media. But it's such a good tool, isn't it? So, yeah, well yeah. worth putting the time in to decipher what you need to do to make it work for you. And thank you so much, Sarah, for coming on and sharing your, your wisdom with us all. It's been amazing.